Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Socialish Barista Podcast. I'm back. I feel like besides the leaderboard episode, I've been uh, out of action for a while. You're not only back, you're back in a little bit lighter. I am. I have no dreadlocks looks like, anymore. Looks like oh, no dreads! Don't say it. Say it <laughs> ain't so. They're gone. I hated it. Literally, I hate it, but it's okay. I you lost about- your cool soccer player vibe. You know what I mean? I know. But I get to wear hats. Like this new hat that's like really sick. It's a uh, Palace Coffee hat. I got the same day I cut my hair. Those hats are sick. They are pretty sick. They got a super sick like Patagonia vibe. And then like, because they have two different like designs they just came out with, which is why I really liked them. But like their homage to like the Amarillo locations and then the canyon texas location like i like the canyon one but i don't like the circle but it's just cool because it's like it has the original shop and for me it's like that's a cool special place because that is where my love for cafes not for coffee as much as for cafes and the environments and people that make them that's where my love for that came from and like grew from so it was pretty cool to see all that but yeah now cool. I wear hats. Now I now I wear hats. Now I wear hats. I got a haircut, so I'm not wearing hats anymore. So because I like to show off my hair when I have a haircut. That's Parker, I've it. never seen you in a hat. Not once, not never. Not a big hat guy. Not a big not hat a guy. hat guy. Yeah. Not even a beanie. Not even a ear warmer. Well, I mean, no. look at that. Ha- look at that hair. He doesn't need. You can't. Dude. Uh, that yeah. hair is like. You can't that's what keep that away from made us. out of. <laughs> <laughs> My my hair is too thick. If I wear a hat, I have to like commit to it for the full day. Because <laughs> my hat hair is bad. That's fair. I'll give you that. He's a shirt guy, though. He wears some pretty sick shirts. I wear a shirt have. every day. Yeah, every single day I see him in every a shirt. Day? I've every never day. seen him without a shirt. Ooh. Like mm. ever. Interesting. <laughs> ever. I'm putting that on the record that I've never seen him without a shirt. Yeah, someone jotted down. Parker seems like the guy that would be a little nervous to be like, you know, oh, I got to get in the pool. He would like look around and then he takes off a shirt, <laughs> pecs, six pack, <laughs> totally ripped. I wish. Oh my gosh. Don't we all? I'm kidding. Trey Cal is probably the most ripped dude I've ever met. That's this dude not bikes. true at all. You bike, bro. I mean, yeah, but I'm not like fit. I mean, I'm fit-ish, but I'm not like muscular looking. He's he's got some muscles. I don't know. <laughs> I do like I I saw a picture of me that someone took of me a couple days ago, and like it was my like most of my body, and I was like, man, my arms are just so freaking long and big. Like I'm like, why did I not play basketball? Like I have the arm like fan <laughs> for that sport. You do. And I did not play basketball past, like, the age of nine. It's a shame. It is a shame. Yeah. I live in, like, a basketball-heavy city, like, Stink, Kentucky, University of Kentucky. But I don't got no... I got you no and James skills. Hoffman just were missed, opter- missed opportunities. I know. Yeah. We both chose, <laughs> we we both chose coffee, except he made the right decision. I might have made the wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have made it further in life as a basketball player than... As a guy professional. No, that's not true. I think I'm doing pretty decent. Yeah, you're doing good. 
I think you're yeah. really good. Actually. I have a I have a modest size niche podcast and meme page that a few people like. So yes, with enamel pins, I might add. Enamel true. pins. Advertising true. on the front end this time. Yeah, go buy we start, we're starting strong rather than ending strong. Yeah, go buy one, guys. Hey, well, I mean, you can buy one, but there's not many left actually. So I'm about uh, to send, I'm about to send some to Canada. And I have another order, a few orders that I'm about to send out tomorrow morning. And I got a few going to the UK. A couple. What? Yeah. Cool. So in the UK got some enamel pins. So I heard our cry. No big deal. Um, the Trey, what's going on in the booch world, man? Tell us about some boochiness. Oh, man. I mean, not too much. I'm making hard kombucha. That's been Dude, very It's successful. so good. It's dangerous good, y'all. Yeah. So Parker, they, I have some. I'll have to bring it over because it yeah. is danger. Yeah, I really want to try it. When the, we uh, when we resume our our Mandalorian Mondays, then uh, <gasps> bring it back, hard booch. Dude, we used to. I used to meet at his house at like six in the morning to watch the episode before work. It was the best. That was a good time. That's Mandalorian and mimosas is what we did. Oh my god, so worth it. <laughs> Such a good show. I love Star Wars. I love the Mandalorian. Did so this podcast just change to a Star Wars podcast? I could honestly go on and on about Star Wars for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we I know. Yeah, I could too. I, I love The Mandalorian. Like, my favorite Star Wars thing ever, probably, honestly. Yeah, dude, it's so good. For sure. Like, I'm I know some people more. probably hate me and be like, you can't, you can't love anything more than the original trilogy, but I love The Mandalorian so much. Oh, so good. Anyways. I miss watching it with you. I know. That was fun. We worked at a really crappy coffee shop together, but at least we got to watch The Mandalorian. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. I hate that place. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But uh, what were we talking about for The Mandalorian? The booch. The booch. booch yes. biz. So one of the interesting things I've been learning about kombucha um at least like about fermentation because you know there's like a lot of fermented coffees and things that they've been doing um which is really like blowing up a lot the last two years especially all the different fermentation coffees and things um it's been pretty interesting though learning about you know the different things you can do and the different environments that can be created and understanding why in kombucha you'll see some big companies like if you're in nashville drink walker bros is like the big i mean they're like the kings of Nashville slash Tennessee pretty much at the moment. Um, but most of their like marketing and focus is on their hard kombucha. And I know why now, because I mean, the turnaround time on hard kombucha is like six days or regular kombucha. At least if you're doing it right is three to four weeks. Like it's like, it's a 30 day fermentation process. So it's been interesting learning about that. Like, I was talking to somebody, like, we had a champagne yeast. We were talking about champagne yeast coffee or something, I think. Or I think we were drinking one. I don't know. But it was just, like, interesting. I was like, well, like, I use champagne yeast to make kombucha. It's kind of cool. Or to make card kombucha. But, cool, dude, speaking of that, okay, I've had, like, the sickest week of coffee in a long time. Like, <laughs> just, like, I've been kind of, like, in a funk lately because life's just been kind of, like, crazy and, like... I just am missing like being around coffee community like he heavily at least. 
And um, so if you don't know, if you're or if you are from Lexington, Kentucky, then you do know Manchester Coffee just opened a brand new location, and it is freaking beautiful. First of all, like it's freaking red looking. It's a beautiful shop. I mean, it's just like it's got all the aesthetics. It's got all the flavor. I mean, it's just like so good. Um, super pumped for my friends. Um, but it was just so cool because like that opens up and it's I literally can walk there from my house. It's six houses away from my house. Um, and I went in there during my lunch break from work because I work like three minutes away. And it was just so cool. I went in there and I met up with DJ who's on the show before. And um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. But he's the owner. I think David. Maybe. I think it's David. He's the owner, one of the owners of and founders of uh, Proud Hound Coffee in Cincinnati. And DJ's from Cincinnati. He roasts up there. And it was just cool to sit down with them and sit down with uh, Mike from Manchester, the roaster. And we were just like talking coffee, just like having a sick conversation in a sick cafe right by my house, just chatting about coffee, chatting about the industry. We were sipping on some um, Proud Mary. It was a, uh, a th- one of their Wush Wush. I think, yeah, it was. they had a Wush Wush uh, Columbia, and it was like a champagne fermented one. Um, champagne yeast fermented one. And it was just like so, it was awesome, so good. And then like, as we're sitting there, like there's other people around that work at the shop, but also like people that used to be in the industry, I was kind of seeing come through. And it was just like the sickest, like, like feeling of like community, like good coffee community that I had in a while. And it was really like encouraging and just like super awesome. I just like just made me happy just sipping on some good coffee with some awesome coffee people and talking about coffee. You can't beat it. That's cool. You can't. Yeah. Proud Mary is also a great roaster. I love their stuff. Yeah. I've I've been wanting to try it cuz I saw that uh I actually had never heard of them. I saw that uh, Noah, who owns Wayward Coffee, I saw that at his shop, Wayward Coffee, they were serving Proud Mary a few, I think a few months ago or something. I can't remember exactly when, but it that's when it got on my radar first. And then so DJ's like, I brought some goodies, and uh, he did. He brought the goods. It was delicious. He's always got something good. He's always got something good. Always. Yeah. And then... Actually, two days ago, I it's on the DL. I won't say exactly what, but I met with some rad dudes from a ways away. I don't know if I should say who they are. I don't know if I'm supposed to. I don't know if I just should wait. spoil anything. No, uh, just oh, wait. tease it. Just tease I'll, it. I'll tease it, but I'll say I had a sick Park. meeting or air quote. Well, not it was an interview, but not like a job interview. Just. I don't want to throw anyone the wrong way. But I'm not moving anywhere uh, right now. But um, had a sick like interview chat with some fellow coffee people from uh, down the road a ways. And I'm pretty excited. But we just chatted about coffee. They've listened to the podcast for a long time as well. And so they were kind of interviewing me about the podcast and the meme page and like my coffee story. Um, and I, I'm not going to spoil what they're doing yet, but I'm really excited about what they're doing and we'll actually have a giveaway around that thing that they're doing. 
in the next oh. month or two. So keep an that's, eye out. That's that's news for me. Yeah, too. Well, I, it's yeah. I didn't tell you guys yet, but <laughs> that just happened. So you're holding out on us and the viewers. The suspense is killing me. What can I say? Dude, I'm amped about that Dude. socialist barista. One year, one year into this thing. Dude, I know. October first was technically our like a first official Whoa. episode. Episode it's number two, but it was our first like we did an episode together. Um, did we like record it a year ago from now? Then uh, September eleventh was the very first time we ever recorded Whoa. anything. That's crazy. And I was just looking at uh, Anchor, and technically on the sixteenth was our first like that episode that we kind of released that was like a hey this is what the podcast is about ding and then number two was on october 1st dang that's crazy we've come so far in a year dude it's been nuts we're definitely gonna have to have like a look at what we've done in a year little celebration yeah. I've, always wanted, I've always wanted to do like an episode of like highlights of funny moments or just whatever like if you know I how like your time, favorite I do that i know right like your your favorite like cartoon tv show or sitcom always has those episodes where the characters are talking about their favorite memories it's just a bunch of clips from old episodes pretty much mm-hmm. those are good that's yeah. easy to do yeah but editing just finding good moments would be tough yeah right we have none no, i'm just kidding <laughs> we have no good moments but yeah we'll have to do that in the future episode when we're oh around gosh. october 1st we'll have to do a throwback for everybody i can't believe and that. then we'll of course have to have a Parker's birthday on one for the episode <laughs> that he was on. Yeah. We should just do only one star reviews for that episode. I'm so down for that. To, to celebrate. They're so fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just, look at us guys. It's been We're a, doing the podcast. Nick's fun. not here. A little sad. Yeah. Nick's had a long weekend and couldn't make Yeah. It. Nick is currently hiking up Mount Everest. Nick's always uh, hiking up something. She's yeah. always like, uh, Nick's always on the hike. That's always on the yeah. move. Nick is is hiking goals, honestly. Well, speaking of hiking goals, Primitive Coffee Company has been quite a hike so far. Great oh, transition. Really? Yeah, see what I did there? Um, That's really good. Yeah, you know, well, y'all, I mean, I know what I'm doing. Uh, I've been doing podcasting for a year, so, I mean, by now. Like, you, you guys just got the message that I sent that said we were at 15 minutes in the recording so far. I know what I'm doing, all right? Uh, on top of it. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> um, no, but for me, Primitive has been quite an uphill slope. Only because the fact is that I'm a coffee cart that not a lot of people know about in a pretty solid location. But this last, you know, a few weeks ago... Monday and Tuesday, no business at all. And I was struggling to be like, should I even be open? But I kind of thought about it and I was like, you know what? I would just rather be there even if two customers show up than anywhere else. And I just got to really hope that I can afford it. Because right now, guys, to be honest, and for the listeners that have wanted to keep up, I've got a lot of questions from people about my process and stuff and I love them. I try to respond to as many as I can. But the truth is, is like, I've only been paying myself out of the tips because I don't, I'm trying to save money with the company as much as I can. And technically, whatever's in the business account is spendable for me, technically, because it's my money. But, you know, it's like at the end of the day, I want to be saving money so I can invest that in other stuff like a grinder for a drip. Um, 
but y'all like for real. I almost closed on those two days, but I was like, it's not worth it. And then this last week, I get hit with something hard where it started raining on me. And I have a canopy I'm covered and a tarp to cover the cart when I roll it. But the ramp, I have to roll it up and down every single day into the building that I'm beside. I couldn't like get a grip on my feet and like actually push it up really well. And so it was a struggle to get it up. So... I was like, what do I do? Like y'all saw the, if y'all saw the pictures of the flood, it was freaking nuts. Yeah. It was nuts. <laughs> it was yeah. freaking insane. But you know, that's like a big thing that I'm like, dude, I have to be open in the rain. Like I have to try. And so I've been really debating what the heck I'm going to do. Um, but while those are like low ends of like things that are hard, of course, and I'm not like, of course I'm not making a crap ton of money. Of course I'm not, you know, getting the most customers ever. I'm a cart with one table and some chairs. Thank you, Trey, by the way, for those. Um, thanks, Thrive Kombucha. Um, and I, I can say, like, when the deck's built, things will happen. When this is built. But I got to make it through now and know that those are going to be in the future. And But on a high note, uh, I don't do events because it t- I have to prep a whole entire day to get that cart somewhere. And it's not. That's just a lot. It's really hard to do, and I'd have to charge uh, so much for the labor <laughs> beforehand. But a really close friend of mine, super awesome guy, Ryan Green, who uh, owns a marketing company uh, called Iron Light, he really wanted me to be at this like convention event. And so I said, you know what? I'll do it. And he paid me like a deposit, which I was like, cool. And I bought like a little metal wagon handcart. Um, and <laughs> I got to this event late because i had to brew coffee somewhere else and this is for all you baristas out there i had to brew three gallons of drip coffee because my range of customer was about 32 to 58 so it was like better have some drip on hand and i go to this other coffee shop that i'm using for my commissary to brew drip but their fetco is only set for half gallons that's it and it takes five minutes to brew each half gallon so now I'm going to be running 20 to 30 minutes late to something that I'm like nervous about. But I get there. We're fine. Guy that came on the show once, Ricardo, totally had my back during the whole event. Super awesome that I could just call upon a barista to come to a celebrity shift with me. Um, and I made like 450 bucks in sales and totally worth it. And that's as much, that's as, much as I make in two weeks, y'all. Like this cart. That's insane. And so, of course, I'm, like, amped, but I'm, like, the next day I had to close because of the rain. Mm. And I was, like, nah! And I feel like I'm going to lose my stride, and I'm overthinking every single decision, every single downfall, I overthink it and think, it's not going to work, or maybe that's not going to work, or what do I do different? At the end of the day, there's a person that started their own physical therapy business that comes by my cart, and their advice was super simple, like, there are going to be days that are just bad. That it just are. And there are going to be days where it's like you're going to feel like you're failing and the business isn't going anywhere. But you have to literally lock up those days and throw them away because that's everywhere and that's only going to tear you down and not pump you up. And I'm like, all right, it's tough, but I got to do it. And I got a super supportive girl. Like, she's awesome. And she's she, like, literally runs the register when I serve this church on Sunday. And she's got my back. And so, like, it's good to have not only, like, a girlfriend that has my back and supports the business, but a community. But something I wanted to add to this that I kind of want y'all's opinion about, and I think I talked a little bit to Trey about it, or Parker, I think. 
but there is another coffee cart in Nashville called Pit Stop Coffee. And let me just say this first and foremost. Connor is one of the smartest coffee dudes I've ever seen on social media. That dude could go on and on paragraphs about coffee in his Instagram. He did leaderboards. He's one of the smartest dudes ever. And he owns a coffee cart called Pit Stop Coffee, and it's so rad you need to literally look it up right now at Pit Stop Coffee. It is awesome. It literally is the coolest cart I've ever seen in my life. Of course I'm jealous about it. I wish I had anything like it. So he posted up next door at the antique mall, right next door to where I'm at. And I got text messages about like, dude, some tool in his coffee cart posted right next door. And I was thinking like, well, who is it? And I thought immediately it's got to be Pit Stop because they are just always on the move. Connor's trying to make this his thing. Of course, he does producing on the side or he works in a studio. So, of course, I look down the block and it's him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to show on social media that I'm super excited that he's next door to me. Because I am. Like, Pit Stop is awesome. And I haven't got to experience Connor's cart. And he's got to experience mine. And so I want to go over there and try it out. And so I run over there. I leave my cart. Nobody is at it. (laughs) And I run to his cart. And I'm like, what's up? Give me a cappuccino with that freaking El Salvador or whatever he had uh, from Black and White. Super. uh, I was amped. And, of course, like, Connor, like, he felt so bad that he was next door. I was like, dude, do not feel bad. Like, I mean it. We're both trying to make a living here. Like, whatever. Later on, quite a few of my friends felt, like, awkward by that. They didn't actually feel like they were like, oh. And Connor even offered to help me on that Thursday event that I had Ricardo help me with. He goes, I can help you with it if you want. What a cool dude. And somebody's like, you shouldn't do that because they're going to want to use Pit Stop. And I'm like, you act like I don't know that I know his cart is cooler than mine. I know that already. <laughs> and I know if you put a picture of his and a picture of mine, you're going to choose his. I know that. But at the end of the day, we have different visions. We have different excitements. My vision is to create a small town feel in a city using primitive coffee. And eventually, I'll hopefully get there. My vision isn't being a cart. Pet Stop's vision is different. But our visions kind of collide when it comes to making coffee approachable for humans, right? Making specialty coffee approachable for humans. And so it was just weird. People were like weird about it. And I want y'all's thoughts on it. Like, of course, we talk about competition is good, right? And Trey and I know there was two competing coffee shops on the same street in Lexington until recently. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, but same with you, Parker, in your history, like, is there this weird line between competition and like actual, like we're both doing the same thing? Like, cause to me, I'm like, if customers want to go to pit stop, I don't care. Like I'm doing my thing and that's all I can really do. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, we talk a lot about the shift that we're kind of seeing in the coffee industry in Nashville, where we're getting a lot of like barista owned kind of coffee carts and shops mm-hmm. and and all that kind of stuff and i think that the awkwardness comes from a, a leftover cultural normality of like owners feeling very awkward by competition um like these guys who don't love coffee just trying to open a cafe to make money they feel awkward by competition because that is quote unquote like money being taken out of their pocket but I think what we as baristas see 
is something a little bit different where like having multiple coffee shops is actually something that's beneficial for the community as a whole, mm-hmm. especially in a city like Nashville where there's like 10 different specialty grade coffee shops, but it's, it's actually made our coffee industry better because it's, um, it's taken our customer base and taught them a lot about specialty coffee and taught them to mm-hmm. like really, um, care for the craft of coffee and like want to go to all of these different shops and things. And like all the baristas are friends with one another. And so like, why can't these barista owned carts also be friends? I think it's something that's, that's healthy. And so long as it's not like, you know, on purpose trying to like literally set up across the street to like steal customers or like you're reaching out and like trying to take an event from somebody or, right, right. you know, like these, these like wartime kind of games that people play <laughs> with their, their businesses. So long as it's not that and it's like, story. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a friendly thing where you're, you're trying to be friends with one another and collaborate and like, um, work events together or like, collaborate on like a merch release or like a bag release or like things that that a lot of these like healthier smaller shops do um i think it can actually be incredibly beneficial yeah like healthy competition is like actually real not just made up fiction yeah totally what about you i mean you've seen or go ahead parker and especially like you said you have different visions um and so like it's not like you have the exact same vision and you're competing on that kind of market like y'all are trying to do different things and so at the end of the day you're going to reach different customers and so then you just get to kind of be friends and help boost each other up right but trey you've seen like coffee shops all in one city like a lot and you've worked at a lot of them and you've seen i feel like lexington has seen quite a bit of toxic um competition especially in the last like few years oh my gosh well it's like one thing to think I think about first with coffee is there's enough to go around of customers. Very true. Like so, I was I was in Canyon Amarillo. <laughs> I was in Canyon, Texas slash Amarillo uh, this past week, and my father in law was like, "Yeah, ever since that uh new Journey Coffee place opened up, I I know the owner. Palace has been hurting," <laughs> and I was just like, "No, I don't think Palace they has are. been I'm hurting. Like, no, they're not. Like they're, they're it's not, super it's, not." It's not that small of a town. Like, there's, you know, gosh, I think like what, 16, 17,000 people live in Canyon. Um, yeah. Something like that. And it's just With like college students. Yeah. 17,000 people don't all go to the same coffee shop. Like, yeah. There's tons of people to reach, and there's not like this many coffee drinkers, and that's it. And they all go here already. So it's like, there's plenty of like people to go around for the most part. Right. I agree with that. So I've worked at so many shops that all had competing interests and like, it's just ridiculous. But so one shop that's just always had a lot of like, okay, I'll actually talk about one other shop first. Shout out to Cup of Commonwealth. Like nobody in the Lexington coffee scene does community quite like Cup of Commonwealth because like what's cool about them is they anytime a new coffee shop opens up they're some of the first people there like through the doors like they always show up they always like shout them out on their social media like because they've they're one of the bigger shops have been around for a while now 
they always shout them out on social media and like show off you know this new place like oh you can find them here and blah 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 like so like they're always super supportive and i'm like that is what it means you know that is like community but like manchester coffee has always gotten a lot of hate from two specific shops that i've worked at for dumb reasons so i worked at one shop and our owner did not like manchester when they opened and the reason was which if you have ever seen a coffee shop or been around at least a few coffee shops this is gonna sound stupid he hated that they had the Lamazoka linea mini or uh not linea mini uh just like the Lamazoka linea because he had that first and they had subway tile in their decor and he claimed (laughs) that they were stealing his look i was literally like have you been to a coffee shop before because it's not that unique of a design. It's not that unique of a machine. Like, they're pretty common. <laughs> God. Like, that was just, like, a silly one. But, like, he did not like them when we were open at our other shop. And then, after that shop, I worked at a different shop. And talking to the, you know, people that owned it before it ever opened up and stuff... It was a big deal because it was opening on the same street as Manchester that Manchester was on. And there was a lot of talk of, yeah, but yeah, we, we want to like build the community up. Like we don't want there to be competition. We don't want blah, blah, blah. Like we've been over there talking to them and telling them how we want blah, 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 blah. But as soon as they opened the shop, it was all freaking drama. And yeah. it was all one-sided. It was not Manchester, <laughs> you know, like like the shop I was at, like they were claiming that they had a spy on staff. Like our staff was a spy for Manchester and telling them all kinds of things about, it was mostly around COVID because like, apparently there was a reporting of like our shop breaking COVID guidelines. And that was more because the people that owned it didn't like care and didn't believe whatever. They're those kinds of people. I'm sure you can figure it out. But like, so like there's all kinds of like this like whole conspiracy and like we even think we figured out that there is an account that they made to spy on baristas because it literally said oh um, yeah the account name was barista watch and it had no it had no followers it was just a blank page but it was following the coffee shop super sketch anyways but like i totally forgot about that yeah right so it was just very sketch and like unnerving like to see that and be like what the heck is that about but um aside from that like it was just like so much like you like i'm just like you said all these things but as soon as you opened all of a sudden you know you're just like pretty much trying to make some other coffee shop like look like a bunch of bad people and like and it sucks because like pretty much everyone that works at manchester is a friend of mine so like hearing my friends talked about so poorly it was just like kind of like messed up and then, like, they literally even, one of my other friends left that shop to go work at Manchester. They told them, like, you shouldn't go work there because they're evil. Like, literally said that they're evil people. And I was just like, how? That is, like, the worst. That's one of the worst, simplest, meanest things you could say to somebody. <laughs> like, Well, not only that, like, like we're talking about competition. And yeah, now that there's that kind of environment, it's like... Now it feels all choosy and sidey and awkward for the yeah. customers that want that that want to go to one or want to go to the other, like Parker was saying. And I just think, like, you know, your cards show 
whenever stuff like that happens, like your card show about how you want your business to be. And, you know, I, my favorite thing, it's corny now, of course, but my favorite thing is barista bios. And we kind of make fun of them in the barista community because, of course, everyone, every coffee shop does it. But here's a fact about barista bios. There are coffee shops that do them and coffee shops that don't. And the coffee shops that don't celebrate their one-year anniversary, for example, with not a single picture of a barista or a person that helped that bar get to where it is. Yeah. Truly, <laughs> truly. Yeah. Clocked in for it. And I think that's the thing. Like, those barista bios, they should – who cares if you want to read them or not? At the end of the day, that shows that a coffee shop looks behind the bar at their success, doesn't look at – just you know we hey us we did a great job and man i think i mean your cards show through stuff like that and through your personalities and like yeah i think competition is can be scary when you've been one of the only coffee shops in a small town like even tyler texas it was scary when a shop opened up a few blocks away we were nervous or not nervous we were just like kind of cocky about it and then another shop opens another like literally another block the other way and of course that made him kind of like, what the heck's going on? But at the end of the day, you have a choice. Like, like Parker said it perfectly. There is just, there, or both y'all said it. There's enough coffee to go around. Yeah. <laughs> there really is. Yeah. Like, it just, you feel nervous because you're selfish of the people you love that come through the door. And that's kind of a good thing because you're just selfish that you don't want them to leave. But Parker said it perfect when I called him the other day, kind of worried about this. He goes, Do you know there's like five coffee shops in our one area and Humphrey Street's area? But you would never think about it when you go in there. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could literally walk out of my doors at Humphrey Street and very comfortably walk to five or six coffee shops. Yeah, yeah, but and that's the thing too. Like Manchester has two locations now, and that other coffee shops on the street is still there, and all three of them are just as busy. So yeah, it's like you know, and I mean. One of them, they understaff people, and they only have one person working with a line almost out the door. But we won't say who that is. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm sorry I went on a rant, guys. But I mean, it's I want to just thoughts. I don't know. It's true. Like, you're what you're saying is so true and so right. Like, I know I can tell you the shops here in town that champion their baristas and really like be like, hey, like these are the people that make it happen. You know, and I can tell you the shops that definitely do not. Yeah. And it, it shows in their quality on both customer service and I mean, sometimes coffee quality. There's coffee shops here that I don't think they make the best coffee, but they champion their breezes. Mm. And that's what matters. I think that's what I fell in love with. Uh, like when you originally told me to go to North Lime, I wasn't raving about their coffee, but I love that they were so they just wanted to talk to me. They wanted to hang out. They wanted to say, hey, I love that friendliness. And mm -hmm. I, I wanted to go back just because I wanted to see the people at North Lime. And their logo is kind of sick. I'm kind of a, I love birds. So random <laughs> fact about. Yeah. Owl, so freaking, I freaking love birds. Old Bean. Um, Old Bean. Old Bean. That's the well, yeah. owl's name. That's my rant. Going from primitive into rantiness. Yeah. So moral of the story. Go pit stop, go primitive, <laughs> go coffee, go baristas, go weak. <laughs> we're yeah. all three. Technically, we're all three within two blocks of each other when the, when pit stop was there. I'm literally down the road from weak. 
Uh, <laughs> I love it. But he comes by every once in a while, and it is so much fun to talk to. I wish I had time to go by their place. He's a cool dude. I want to go down. I want to go. I need to go to Nashville soon and just Please, hit all God. the spots. Please yeah. come to Nashville. You can come to uh, one of any of our 35 coffee shops we have in town. I usually go Parker to the same counted. <laughs> Maybe That's one day I'll count all of them on the podcast because there <laughs> is literally so many. I've still oh, been so uh, few. I have a hard time being ex- like explorative sometimes with certain things. Like, I just see, I don't know. You have to convince me that I should go to your shop. Like, I'm not just gonna get any shop. Well, not only that. Like for me, I hate going to towns and trying to hit up every shop because, like, sometimes I want to chill. I don't want to. Yeah, have to, it's like, like every place. oh, like I know this shop's gonna be a good time. Like I'm gonna go here because yeah. I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be decent. It's gonna be. Good. I usually plan like three at max when I go to yeah. a big city. That's where I'm but, at these days. Yeah, three is a good number. Uh, that was stuff. a good talk. That was deep. Good talk. I it felt it. it felt like I felt smart on this podcast but, for the but first you, time. But you know what else that reminds me of? What? That just as you should support other coffee cards, you should support other coffee podcasts. You should! And you know what coffee podcast I've been listening to recently that I really like? No Creamer Pod. Wow. Never heard podcast. of that one. It's good. It's chill. I like it. The best intro song Easy to coffee podcast. I'm just Easy. saying it's a bop. It's pretty dope. I'm not I'm gonna looking lie. Him up. Let I'm me hear. Listen. And gonna... uh, I mean, Nick, the host, has a podcasting voice that is just next level. You should check it out. I just I'm started jealous. listening to like I listened to an episode before, but now I'm like I've been listening. I was listening to a few episodes uh, a couple days ago, and I was like, it's pretty good. I liked it. What if they get a spreadsheet and we chill. don't? What if they get a spreadsheet? Good for them. I support I'll it. I'll be so sad. But See, if we guys, don't get, we got to get at least nominated for a spreadsheet podcasting thing. This has got to be. It's a coffee award, get, if you're wondering. We're a good podcast. We deserve an award for something, we're right? Modest. Like we're a we modest sized podcast. I mean, we kind of get, we get some cool stuff from our viewers, like inside information. Yeah. Our community is kind of pretty tight. They send us, people send us coffee. True. I, People don't sing keys to the shop coffee. That's not true. It's funny. Trey goes in somewhere, gets free coffee, and I go in somewhere, and I'm like, yeah, I'm on the Socialist Barista podcast. And they, I say my name's Trey, but they, it's like they're, they don't care about me. They care about Trey Cow. I'm like, all right, all right. That's all right. It's okay. (laughs) When I go into Palace Coffee, none, zip. One person knows me, but you go in, free coffee. Me, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just the redheaded guy. I didn't get free coffee last time. (laughs) I paid every coffee I got. Every coffee I get, all five. I'm pissed. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm pissed. I like the support. I like the support. So sick. Well, this is a good episode. I like it. Let's chill. Good, good time. No script, guys. Y'all got Dude, the bare, bare naked socialist we're, barista. We're getting good at this podcasting thing. We don't need a script. We don't need any guidance. We just we're just raw dogging it. <laughs> that is not getting edited out. That is not getting edited out. <laughs> Parker can't even look at us anymore. <laughs> Parker, laugh. You can laugh. You're allowed to laugh. I did laugh. <laughs> what can I say? That's how we roll on the Socialist Breeze podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>